Welcome to After the Checker. Josh, I, I just want to tell you I'm going to keep it uh, Montreal this week. I'm sp- I'm speechless. What 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 is that? That's I gotta I gotta I gotta I gotta do a pun, man. I gotta get it in there. I, you know, I thought you were gonna speak French or something. I, I thought about that. I've already done that. Yeah, it's a bit like you Bienvenue did it so well. Quebec, you did it so well. I thought maybe you'd you'd bring it back, or maybe I thought you'd throw a hockey reference in there. I don't know. Uh, I thought about a whole bunch of them, and I thought, you know what, the Montreal, real, 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 real. It works better in print, but you know. Eh, that's fine. There's not a lot going on this week, so. No, there's not a lot going on. You know this what? Week. You didn't have a lot of content to work with, so I'll give you that no. one. No, it was a scrounging the bottom of the barrel trying to find <laughs> something, man. Yeah. You well, know. What are you drinking? You're, you're already down two beers? Yeah, I'm already down two, right, beers. two beers. I am that's... drinking a Sweetwater's Hazy IPA. It Ooh, is fantastic. That's a good one. I uh, busted out the uh, Maplewood Brewery Juice Jorts Hazy IPA. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, it says that. it's a limited edition, but I feel like I see this all the time. I don't know. I feel like I don't, I, don't, I don't know that I've ever had one of those. I'm drinking the the second beer I'm drinking is the, is Maplewood Brewing Son of Juice. Really good stuff. Well, that's why I grabbed this because it's I think founded off the Son of yep. Juice, but and they believe it is. And then my second beer is uh, you know I drank one last week, but yep. I found one in the back of my fridge. Another contact high, a little happy surprise there. So switch over to that good beer. Very good beer. <sighs> yeah. Well. Um, not a, like we said, not a lot. Not, not a lot. lot. No, not a lot. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Canadian Grand Prix coming up this weekend. It's going to practice a kickoff tomorrow morning, qualifying on Saturday. Yeah. We'll no, talk. Uh, no sprint, no nothing special this week, right? Nope. nope. We'll talk a little bit about uh, 24 Hours of Le Mans. Oh, yeah. But before we do that, he said we got to give him a shout out, Kevin. Oh. And, uh, and the... the, the Things that took place this week. Kevin Kevin had a fantastic... He had two fantastic games, won two championships in our hockey for... Uh, our for, Beer League Hockey for, League. For Beer League High, for us, the Benders, and then for his other team, the Ducks. And they don't even count. They're not even a team. They're just somebody else he plays on. But the, the, oh, the game hey, he you played... You some love the JP, though. Oh, I do. Right? JP, yes. Kevin, no. Okay. Kevin, oh. Ducks, Kevin, no. Okay. Ducks, Kevin. Ducks, Kevin, no. But what about Wags? Ducks Wags, no. Okay. Those two are dead to me. Ducks Wags, Ducks Kevin, dead to me. Bender's Wags, Bender's Kevin. You know, we get, uh, we get like, uh, Hell of a job. we get Mike showing up. We get a couple of parents to come to the games, but I was happy to see Wags' dad at our championship yeah. game. So congrats to the boys on a, on a beer league championship. We yeah. went from, what was it, third to last in the winter session yep. to middle of the pack in our spring session and basically had to win out the last half of our games, and we did. Yeah, we sure did. What did we have to win? We'd have to win five, four, or five. To, it was four or five. I can't remember. Yeah, I remember we lost that game against uh, Seafoam, and it was pretty much like we have to win them all, and we did. And what a what a run. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. And, yeah, Kevin, I, I tipped my cap to Kevin the way he played the game we well, had he specifically on Monday night. Said I, I or won, Tuesday, night. Tuesday night. He specifically said, I want a shout-out for winning this. And, and we he, post. We posted the beers in the podcast. It was Koi and I uh, having a beer in the uh, the bar of our hockey rink, which is in a pretty our championship sick. glasses. It's actually a pretty sick bar. It like is. when I think it about is. it, and I look at like my friends that are all over the country that play men's league hockey, and they show me pictures of the rink or the bar they play at, and I'm like, ooh. I know we're so lucky with what we have available to us here to play at, and the fact that yeah, we have a bar like that, and we get those cool glasses, get a free beer. You know, for winning, I I, I just want to say, you know, Kevin, you can tell Kevin, I, I give Kevin, keep giving Kevin his shout outs. I mean, he wanted it. He was, he had a couple of his vintage face first diving 
plays to, to block pucks. Didn't hit him in the face, but he went down. I think I have more block shots than him. Oh, I'm just going to say it. I actually, I know I didn't. Our goalie will back yeah. that up. I had more block Whitey, shots. Is Whitey going to back that up? All right. Roxy will I'll back ta- that yeah, up. I'll take Roxy's word. Um, but yeah, what a uh, what a run. That was stuff. fun. And we'll get a we'll get a whopping two weeks off for yep. right back for at summer. it again. Um, all right, let's let's talk a little racing now. Yeah, the only racing, really, the only well, racing I watched last weekend. Lamar. Lamar. Let's talk about Lamar. Yeah. Um, what do you want to talk about first? You want to talk about the winner? Or the real winner. Uh, let's talk about the winner because you know what? Well, hey, I don't get know, to talk okay, about on, this. I don't get to talk about this very often. You want to talk about the? Who, I, I'm interested to hear who your definition of the winner and the real winner is. Well, the real winner is Ferrari. No, the, the real one, winner the, is well, Garage know, Fifty Six. Okay. Garage Fifty Six. The winner is Ferrari, the winner is but Ferrari. the real winner is Garage Fifty Six. Ferrari in their first win since 1965. Yeah, so let's, since Ford versus Ferrari, really since since Carroll Shelby well, and Ford went. I don't know if you know this or not, but they lost that they, race to well, Ford. But, but that, I know that. That's what I mean. Since since Carroll Shelby and Ford went after him, this is the first time that they've won. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, big uh, big congrats to them, and really a big congrats to Giovinazzi. Former oh, F1 yeah. driver, yeah, um, Tony Giovinazzi, dude, the those, entire yeah, the entire course of Ferrari team. Those those photos, like y- people made fun of, like Jonathan Tavares. I'm gonna switch over to hockey when he posted like the photo of him sleeping in the Maple Leafs jammies and and sheets and stuff, and then signed with them. But like he, Giovinazzi, he, he had so many photos of him wearing Ferrari gear and yep. Ferrari races and all this and that. And then he got his shot in F1, and it didn't quite pan out. And then he goes to their hypercar team and wins. It's just like, yeah, kind of poetic almost. It is. He's been a reserve driver for the Ferrari team for a few years, and yeah, he gets a he got a shot at their hypercar team, and they really put a lot into that. And that car was fast. The the course of the team was just so good. They had a moment. and I don't know if you where saw you thought this. their their F one pit crew team was going to do like <laughs> they, they were going to like do a come in and they're like no we got this and we're going to screw the race. They for had you. a moment at the end of the race. It was their last pit stop, and I was just I was watching. It was Sunday morning. You know I was kind of doing a couple of things, and they had a moment where they come in for a pit stop, and suddenly the car won't start up again, and they're up about a minute and a half. It was a minute and a half, or on, almost two minutes on Toyota. Toyota, Toyota. and. I just and like suddenly you just and like the announcers are like and I was watching like an illegal stream so it's the um, whoa 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 oh, yeah, you were so watching I was a, watching a, a, a stream, stream that you paid stream, for excuse me yeah that I paid good money for um, the announcers were British and they're talking and they're like oh my gosh this is this is this could be the race this could be the lead and and then you 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 like you see the lights come on like okay he's cycling the car back on something happened at the pit stop and the car died and it was totally dead. And with those hypercars, there's so much electronics, there's so many little, you know, any number of things could go wrong. And the car cycles back on, and then you can see it start back up. And, and like, everybody takes up, you can see the pit crew starting to tense. It was like a collective, like, the sigh of relief across the car takes off. The car takes off, and it's really cool listening to those hypercars take off, because they take off sounding like a Formula E car. And then about halfway down the pit hybrid, lane, the engine yeah. kicks in, and it's just a deep, it's like a roar, and then they take off. But, yeah, so I agree with you totally. The real winner, man, that Garage 56 car was so fun to watch. It was incredible. It drew so much attention to it. Um, I don't want to take anything away from Ferrari's win or, or any of like the hypercars or any of the other classes, for, yeah. for that matter, really. But 
because when you look at it, that Garage 56 car, it finished, what was it? It was the last car. The last car finished. It was the last car running to finish. So it still finished ahead of what it was like 23 other cars or something like that. Yeah. It's a huge accomplishment, especially for its first time running. But just like the publicity that it brought, the challenges that they had to overcome, the fact that like you look at that photo of like the whole grid and it stuck out. It, It sat like several feet taller than any other car it looked like. It really like. did. I yeah. mean, it, it just it looks so out of place. And for what those guys did, um, that team, the pit crew, the drivers, I, I think people celebrated that because of what it brought to the sport. And, it, and it's not just us being, like, from the United States and celebrating a NASCAR team. I mean, like, you see several media publications that were raving about it, that they're like, yeah, Ferrari won the race, but the real winner was the Garage 56 team. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, and I think the Garage 56 team brought a ton of – uh, notoriety and brought a ton of interest, especially interest from the NASCAR community, to where I hope Lamar is ready for what if that thing comes back next year. I hope they got plenty of Winnebago spots on the infield, and, <laughs> and I hope that they got something ready because it's gonna. You can see. A, I would love to see if they just started this now, and I know we talked about like the history behind the Garage Fifty Six, but if they would just make the Garage Fifty Six class, yeah. like you know that Toyota could feel the car. Oh yeah. Ford could throw one in. Just have, yeah, just have like a, and, and, not, and you know, I don't want to say like prototypes because obviously there's two classes of prototypes, but have like some kind of an experimental something. That's fun. what I'm saying. Just yeah. call it the Garage 56 yeah. class and it's yeah. just for those NASCARs and, or any experimentals and let them all race against each yeah. other. Yeah. And, I mean, it's, it was, it was the most fun I've had watching Le Mans in a few years. I did have the, the, uh, the Garage 56 team had an in-car camera, an in-car stream you could watch on YouTube. And I loved watching on TikTok, Instagram, any of the Facebook reels, any of the um, where you would see footage of just that that Garage 56 car roaring by and you would hear and it just sounded like American thunder. Menacing. It just sounded like freedom ringing. It sounded like just deep guttural in just. Eight cylinders of American bald eagles screaming at them. Just so loud. Wearing their jorts and their cutoff tank. Drinking a Budweiser. Yeah, just roaring down the (laughs) Molson Strait, and it was just, and I loved it. And and props, we talked about the pit crew. The pit crew won the, the competition with a floor jack. A floor jack. They also rebuilt the transmission during the race. Yeah, some teams would have been like, well, we're just gonna call it a day, and they're like, nah, I got it. Give me a. Give me some uh, fourteen millimeter sockets and we're right. good. That's the thing. You've got like that's the thing about them is you've got to think about this. They're not running against anyone. There's nothing for them to like oh. win. Oh no 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 no. There is. If those guys, if they don't get that transmission rebuilt, that will haunt them for a year. Oh, absolutely. Like that, they were racing against themselves. Like no, we're not throwing in the towel. We're getting this thing rebuilt. We're getting back out there. And you find that. And dog. <laughs> That's what I mean, though. That's what I mean is that it's a they Billy were, Madison quote. Yeah, there. they were out there because they wanted to finish that race. They they worked all night. They they I don't remember how long it took them. It took them a couple hours to rebuild that transmission, and they did that because they wanted to finish the race. But they didn't have anybody else in their class. They didn't have they didn't have a class, and it was so impressive. And I was so pumped to watch that team, and I really hope. 
that this leads to something down the line where you're going to see a little more of this. I would love this class if we get Ford, Toyota, Chevy having a car in it and you see three wide going down that street. Oh, yeah. Bump like, drafting. They don't even need to, but they are. Like, they just get on the radio. Hey, oh, it's a bump draft to get yeah. to the street here. We got to get around this hyper car and they just well, work together. You've already got some of the, you know, some of the big names like Penske and Ganassi uh, were still in, were, were here at Le Mans. Um, yeah. You know, and, and also, speaking of American racing, you know, shout out to Corvette Racing, who wins the GTM series, or, or class. Fantastic race by them. And actually, if you really were watching the race, like I watched probably most of the morning, a little bit of the uh, late after late afternoon the night before, the LMP2 class was a, you have to be like super racing nerd to be watching LMP2 Le Mans, Le Mans racing, but it was close, and it was really cool, it was a lot of fun. So that was, uh, that was, I mean, the, Le Mans is, is, it was, it was so fun. It was a fun race to watch. Yeah. And for the first time, I felt like in a while that, that because, and I'm not going to say it's because of the garage 56, but like, I feel like that had a large part that contributed to this, that there was a lot of hype around the race. I, I agree. It just brought a lot of eyes that are like, what's this going to do? It's not just going to be the same hyper cars and, you know, so on and so forth. But, um, we talking about the Corvettes. Yeah. Shout out to them. I'm just happy that they seem to have figured out their oil pump issues. They were having some yep. issues early on where those were detonating the engines. Um, talking about the Corvette, though, I think this is going to be the last year that they're running the factory racing. Yep. They're going to customer yep. cars. And uh, speaking of that, Ford announced that they are returning to this racing format with customer cars, with the rules changing, with the Mustang. And uh, that Mustang looks so sick. And it's not, it. it's not going to have the 5 liter. It's going to have a 5.4 liter. Ooh. And Ford has come out and said, and I love this rivalry between Ford and Chevy. Yeah. And obviously, you guys all know where I fall in that. I am a Ford guy. Don't get me wrong. I do love Chevys. I think there's some badass Chevys out there. Um, I have a lot of respect for what the Camaro and the Corvette have done. Again. For sure. But, yeah. but I'm a Mustang guy. Right. I could get into Mustangs and why I'm a Mustang guy and it'd take an hour. <laughs> um, but Ford has come out and said that they think that their Mustang that they're building for this will challenge that Corvette. Not even challenge. They said that we will beat the Corvette with it. So, oh. I mean, Chevy, challenge accepted. Do your thing. Yeah. But I would love to see just that American racing rivalry on foreign soil. Absolutely. Yeah. See it See it break down there and see it happen. That's what I'm really hoping, like, with, you know, you maybe see a couple of their teams kind of jump into the hypercar and see what else we can see uh, going forward. All right, anything else you want to talk about with Lamar? Bless you. Thank you. Sorry, excuse me. Um, no, no, other than, you know, WC is fun. The Endurance Challenge Racing, they race all over the world. I don't know how many other races. I, you know, it's one of those things where, like, I follow it but not close enough really to know their schedule. I just sort of happen to see, like, oh, hey, there's a race here this weekend. And they race at Spa. They race at... Uh, Silverstone, Silverstone, I think there is a Daytona. Silverstone though is like a weird one. It's like an eight-hour race. Yeah, it's, it's not. Yeah, it's not. But they're not all twenty-four-hour races. We need to do a twenty-four-hour Daytona. Yeah. Do like I, a I totally like agree. An RV yeah. infield. Oh yeah. And That'd I think so with those fun. infield passes, you get actual like grandstands. I, you know, speaking of, I heard I was reading something from one of the fans that was saying that that <laughs> that Garage Fifty Six car was causing people like were losing sleep because of it. People that camped, good, people good. that camped at the track, they were like, "There's not cars this loud here." Yeah, but and, you know what though? I I guarantee every American that went to that race, they slept great. Oh yeah. They're like, oh, this is like Why a sound you? machine. For exactly. Me. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> This Why is a we know, back home. We know that there's freedom out on that track. Oh, yeah. We know that somewhere there are eight cylinders of, of 
just NASCAR tearing around Lamar. Gotta love it. Yep. All right. Anything else you want to chat about Lamar? No. No, it was a great race. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get on to some Formula One talk. Um, you want to talk about the oh, let's do this little like rumor mill. Might be sure. a little bit fun. Uh, Lando Norris, McLaren driver, has been spotted in some Red Bull gear. I heard that. Red Bull uh, life jacket on the water and on a Red Bull jet ski ripping around on a body See, of water. I wonder if that's like, you know, he just went out in like Max's or Checo's jet ski. And nope, like, Checo's getting fired and they're bringing in Lando. Done deal. Okay. All because he was Are on a jet sure ski. Are sure he's just not like shopping at Alpha Tori now? Which was, I don't even like, know if Alpha Tori, is it called Alpha Tori? What's it called? It is, is Alpha Tori. That, they're like that, clothing brand? Yeah. But can you buy a jet ski on Alphatori's website? I mean, if anybody's selling a jet ski in their catalog, it would be Red Bull I mean, or Alphatori. But that just seems like such an American thing, though. Like, Kenny Powers, getting a jet ski. Listen, a jet ski is not exclusive to America. Everyone loves a jet ski. I know, but it's a very American thing. Actually, you know, we're using, you know, I said the term jet ski, and that's wrong. It's actually a personal watercraft. Jet ski is yes. a brand. Yep. I that's true. Yeah. Um, but I figured if I said personal watercraft, people would be like, what the hell is he talking yeah, well, about? No, people P- would I, well, I, I would have said a PWC, and then you guys would have been if like... If you would have said that, I would have been like, oh, you mean like a jet ski? No. Jet ski is a... It's a, like a model. It's like a jet ski. It's like, like a, a jacuzzi. It's like jacuzzi. Kleenex? Kleenex. Yeah. yeah there's okay. plenty of versions. Right. There's plenty well, of It's a personal watercraft. Right. Take your boaters. It's license. a jet ski, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> a sea do. Oh no! No, 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 no! We're not, we're not doing this. I know what you're trying to do. I see what you're doing, and I'm not going to let you do it. So anyway, I said, yeah, joking around that Checo's gone and Lando's coming in. I, it, a lot of people are speculating. There's this foreshadowing that there's the memes going around that Checo's done, and honestly, I think it's just it, it, him and him and Max are friends, right? I don't. Are friendly? They're friendly now. We'll see what happens. If I mean, I think ultimately. You know, there was a period of time when it looked like Checo was going to challenge Max. This no, year. no, 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 That's no. Like, oh, Lando, oh, Lando, Lando and, and Max. Oh, 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 Lando and Max. I think, yeah, I think a lot of the a lot of those kids. I mean, Checo's a lot older than than Lando, but no, I'm, Lando and Max. Oh, yeah, okay. God, I'm not paying. I'm old, man. <laughs> Where am I? Who are you? How did I get here? What is this? Who the hell did I hit? <laughs> what are we doing? Um, All right. Anyway, no, I think that they were just like going and hanging out on the water. I don't I think there's think, anything to look I into. I think it. that I think that uh, yeah, Checo and Max get along pretty well. I don't think that I know it, Checo seems to be a really good teammate, um, but you never know what like the stress levels between two teams who are kind of ba- two teammates who are battling out. You never know I what happened. I was talking about Lando and Max hanging oh out on the, on the jet no, ski. No, you were talking about Checo. No, no, I was not. I was saying <sighs> that Checo should be worried, but then I said I think all this was was I just the Lando if, and Max. I don't Max. know who's friend. I don't think Max Verstappen has any friends. I feel like all he Christian ever does. Horner? Yeah, I think that's it. I think that Max basically. His mirror. His mirror. His, mirror, his dad. Ooh, I don't know if they are. Yeah, I don't think Yas is it. I don't think, but honestly, I think that Max literally gets out of the he gets out of his car after practice qualifying race. He goes into his trailer, plays iRacing, racing, and then just goes back to his. That's all he does. Someone I knew actually was in a lobby with with Max and iRacing. racing, um, and so it was just like stupid fast. Um, yeah, I mean the guy. That's like all. Like every time I. I read about him. People are like, yeah, the guy just like is on iRacing constantly. Like he's racing everywhere, all kinds of different things. Yeah, he's everywhere. Dedicated to his craft. You know what? I'm going to say this. 
Max Verstappen, not a champion till he drives IndyCar. I want to see him in some other formats. He's not a he's not a world class driver. I'm going to start saying this. You're not a world class driver because I I believe I kind of am starting to believe this. We're going to get controversial here. Okay, we don't have a lot to talk about. We're going to get controversial. F1 has gotten to the point where I don't know that you're a world class driver just winning F1 anymore. I don't think there's going to be any controversy from this side of it because yeah. I was reading some things that uh, people were making takes on uh, like open wheel racing forms and stuff that when you look at any car, half the field has a chance to win. Yeah. F1, pretty much one one driver does, yeah. you know, barring any wrecks right. or issues. Um, and they were talking about, do you think that Formula One would ever embrace a style like IndyCar where it's much more structured and everyone's in a very similar car towards very minor tweaks and not basically a completely different car? Right. Um, and a lot of people are saying that that's why they think IndyCar is much more enjoyable. We've been saying it a lot. So right. no controversy for me. I, no. think, I think that Formula One, where it's at now, should embrace at least part of that IndyCar style to where it's much more structured to where everyone's on a very similar car. I think that they need to embrace more um, universal parts for their cars only because I think that there's too much variation when you have, when you see the variation from top to bottom, even, even just from Red Bull to Mercedes right now, from best team to second best team. Uh, or, I mean, I guess you could maybe say Aston Martin, one of the two. Um, when you see the, the difference between that team and, and the next, it, it's huge. And, that doesn't make for great racing. And it's also, you know, I, and I always said this about Lewis. And I know that Lewis and definitely Max, too, are very talented drivers. But it's hard to say you're the most talented driver in the field when your car is, you don't have to turn your car up all the way to win. True. Very true. You basically roll your helmet out there and you win a race and you get a pole. Now, I don't want to take away from Max. Max definitely, you saw it at Monaco, what he was able to do and, and grab the pole there. You know, bad drivers don't win at Monaco. I'm, I'm not saying he's a bad driver by any way, shape, or form. Oh, yeah. No, I know but, I know what you mean. But I want to see him, I want to see him jump in a Le Mans car. I want to see him jump in an IndyCar one race. You know, you make know, it, it happen. It, it is weird. Uh, you do see some F1 drivers make the jump and, and kind of go to IndyCar or other formats, but it seems like with, like, NASCAR and IndyCar, you see those guys jumping in any seat they can get to where 24-hour Daytona comes, and they're like, hey, who's got a spot for me on a team? And, you know, some of those guys will race on, like, the most entry-level team just to get the seat time and go do it. You know, you see Kyle Larson. He races NASCAR, and then on his free time, he flies to the Chili Bowl Nationals and That's, races uh, dirt track cars, you know? I was, I was actually just going to bring up Kyle Larson, the fact that when he was here, and he does this everywhere, when he was here, he was racing. He raced two races at Tri-City Speedway. Yeah. Just because. Just because he wanted to. Yeah. No reason. Put out a feeling. Who's to. got a car for me? Oh, I yeah. can't. Great. I'll be there in no, 20 he brought minutes. He brought his own car, too. Well, yeah. That's the, that's the crazy thing, is he brings his own car to these races. But you see what a lot a, of these guys, a, though, yeah. they literally just contact the track when they go into these towns. Like, does anybody have an open seat that I could yeah. drive for him? And they're like, holy crap, a NASCAR driver wants to come drive my dirt track car? Yeah. Yeah. He can have my seat, you know, and we've seen a lot of that before. And I just, I, I don't, I feel like we don't see that. And maybe that's the thing with Formula One that they don't let their drivers do it. I don't know. Yeah, I think, I, I, I definitely think there. I mean, I, you know, you saw um, Fernando Alonso run the Indy 500 a few years ago. Yeah. Actually wearing the Alonso shirt. I was going to say, you got that on from right that now. Night, uh, or from that day. And, and that was Jensen Button. That was Jensen Button's last race in 
uh, Formula One because he drove Alonzo's McLaren that day. That's right. Um, for That's Alonzo. Right. Um, so, you know, I think you see a little bit of the... You, I, I, feel, I have a feeling it's the older drivers who are going to get away with it, but, but I think guys like Lewis, guys like... I don't think you're going to see it out of Alonzo anymore, but guys like Lewis, guys like Max, especially if Max reels off like four championships in a row, I, what does I he have think, to prove? I think too, with like how heavy McLaren is with IndyCar with the Aero McLaren teams that Zach Brown's got to be pushed. I mean, hell he skipped Monaco to be at the Indy 500. Right. And I think too, you're going to start seeing, you know, I know for a fact why well, I don't, what, I shouldn't say I know for a fact, what? but Kyle yeah. Larson's going to be racing in the Indy 500 next year. Yeah, get ready to hear about Kyle Larson. Next Memorial Day weekend is going to be, if you're a race fan, it is going to be wall-to-wall Kyle Larson. We yeah. haven't had a guy do the double since Kyle Busch. Right? Well, I hope he does the triple and he goes to Monaco. I don't think that that's physically possible. Uh, hey. It is really not possible have to you race seen, in Monaco. Have you seen that Garage 56 car? It's Hendrick <laughs> Motorsports. That, anything's possible. Across the pond. <laughs> I really, you know, Did you see, what is it, Fast, Fast and Furious 9? They put a car. They put a fear on space. Anything's possible. That's true. All right. You, I bet you won't. You won't, Kyle. You won't. Do it. You won't. He won't. I think though that the you like seeing guys like that racing in those series. I'd love to see. I mean, can you imagine a, an Indy five hundred or even like a? You know, I, I know that you're going to see. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I can't think of uh, a St. Petersburg Grand Prix or a Ooh, a Long Beach uh, a Long Beach Grand Prix with Lewis Hamilton. Or I told you last Max week, Verstappen. I want to see all the F1 drivers drive an Indy car at Detroit. At I do too. I do too. Oh my God, they'd complain so much. Oh, they wouldn't know what to do. They wouldn't. They, they would all. Fall they would the all. The they would all just cry about how bad the um, about how bad it hurt to drive these cars. Well, they'd be complaining about it. You just see Joseph Newgarden drive by with a smile on his mm-hmm. face. See you, boys. Right, Scott Dixon would just wheel around him like nothing. Yeah. While no. Lewis is complaining, I can't stand these tires. Actually, it would probably be the first time that you would see Rogro pass Hamilton, Max, those guys. Rogro is now all of a sudden very much looking for a uh, Lamar drive next year. By the way, I As saw he that should. he really wants to. He really wants to drive. Lamar. He should. Yeah, I think it'd be great. Yeah, yeah, I think he'd be he'd be a great driver. He's actually right having a good season in IndyCar. Yes. He just had some bad luck, and he's like we talked about last week, a couple of bad mistakes, but. He's having a pretty good season, and he's a very talented driver. He is. He's driving for a good team, and I think that he's got a good ride, and he's got you know he's got Ryan Hunter Ray's old car, and I think that he can he can make it happen. I mean, he'll make it happen. You're right. He he's will. had some terrible luck. He's he really should have won St. Pete. Should have won St. Pete. Was it St. Pete? Yeah. Yeah. He should have won St. Pete. He just actually he got take he got, got taken, taken out. out. Yeah. yeah, he got taken out. In that um, race. and Long Beach, I felt like what happened? Something happened to him in Long Beach, but. You know, it, it's his second year in IndyCar, and really, it's like his, it's like his one point five year because he didn't race any of the yeah, oval tracks, no or the high speed last tracks year. last right, year. Right. He only did the uh, street circuits or the road courses. So this is his first full season, and he's not labeled as a rookie, but right. there's still a learning curve there. And um, you know, he wrecked out at the Indy five hundred, but I was just happy to see him, you know, at least attempt it. Oh yeah. No, and you know, we were talking about NASCAR earlier. I've heard a lot about NASCAR is going to run Montreal next year or within the next few years, and that's huge. And I mean, I think you're going to start seeing, especially the way that NASCAR seems to be going, I think you're going to see a lot more road courses. I'd like to see IndyCar maybe get a race in Europe. I don't know. That'd be dope. Um, I mean, here's the thing, Spa, Spa, 
it's, it's open. Gonna, spa's only going to have this after this year. Spa might not be on the calendar after next year. Got an IndyCar race. IndyCar race at Spa. Speaking of huge things, though, the uh, deviation that we went from F1 just now yeah. has been huge. Yeah, massive. So let's uh, massive. let's pull the e-brake, counter steer, and let's mm-hmm. go back into F1 here. The next race is the Canadian Grand Prix in Montreal for the Pirelli Grand Prix du Canada. At the Circuit de Gilles-Villeneuve. There's that French. Um, Named after Ferrari legend Gilles Villeneuve. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yep. Yeah, I honestly had never put two and two together. Jacques Villeneuve's dad, Jean Villeneuve. Yeah, I've just kind of always just let that go right over my head. Do you know what's funny? This used to be the only other street circuit on the on the calendar. Yeah, yeah, and now Montreal. It used to be Montreal and Monaco. Those were the two. I mean, Albert Park is kind of kind of a street circuit, but it's not really a park, a national park. Honestly, this is very similar to Albert Park. Although they used to race at Adelaide. And that's a dedicated circuit in, in, in Australia. But for the longest time, the only two street circuits were Monaco and Montreal. Yeah. Um, last year, a little bit of facts here. Max won in 2022. No surprise. Um, this race was not held in 2020 or 2021 due to the pandemic. Yep. And in 2019, Lewis Hamilton won. So yep. no surprise there. Yeah. This is the uh, – it's – it's a great track. It's a historic track. 14 turns, 4.361 kilometers. Really great long straight that used to produce some great passing opportunities. Probably will mid-pack going into turns 13 and 14. 14 has the Wall of Champions named after after three former F1 champions hit that wall in 1999. It's on the outside wall. It's a, it's a really fast chicane coming out of a really long straight that when you watch the race is taken at very high speed. And if you, and it's, it's kind of crazy how close they come to the outside of that wall. And it's oh, yeah. one, it's one of those turns. It's, it's wall of champions and O Rouge at spa that are like the two most, like you have to have balls of steel to do this. Oh, absolutely. Um, any, any other thoughts on the track leading into it? Um, no, I mean, you know, Montreal's a, you know, Cir- Circuit de Gilles Villeneuve is right. a we've historic had, track. We've, it's, had, it's a, it's a we've had enough track. of that. Let's get great into track. the betting here. Outright betting. Um, I bet Max is a favorite. You don't say. I win. I win my bet. Hey, tell you what. I'm a winner. What do you think his, uh, what the odds are? Was it like nine to five? Well, he's a minus 290. Yeah. Okay. Um, so close. Who do you think second? Nando. No. Lewis. No. Oh, you're done. Oh, Checo. Checo plus 470. Oh, yeah. It, okay. I, obviously, it's Checo. Cause you <laughs> All right. So, I, okay. So, who do you think's third? I know the Red Bull guys are gone. Okay. Now that the Red Bull guys are gone, I will take. Uh, I'll take Fernando Alonso. I'm going to say it's Alonso, but it could be one of the Mercedes. It's, it's one of the two. Oh, your little caveat there. It's Hamilton yeah. at yeah. plus 1,200. Okay. And then Nando. Nando at uh, plus 1,600. G Russ. G Russ at 2,500. Lance Stroll. Nope. Who? Who? Uh, hold on. Hold on. Let's see. So, that's no, not one of the Ferraris for the damn sure. I'm going to say it's not Lance Stroll, so it's not the one of the Astons. I don't know. I'm stumped. Who we got? It is the greatest Ferrari driver in oh, the past two years. Carlos Sainz. It's not going to be Plus 3,500. The they are going to struggle so bad at this track because it's high Leclerc speed. Leclerc will. Sainz is going to just... <sighs> No, here's what's going to happen. Leclerc will, 
I bet Leclerc qualifies well, and by well, I mean for him, so like top, you know, six or seven, and then just ends up finishing 11th because they don't have the speed. And they well, Leclerc is right behind Science at plus 4,200, sure. and then Lance Stroll at plus 12,000. Speaking of Lance Stroll, though, I read an article, and there's a lot of comments there. To, or somebody made a post about how Fernando Alonso is holding back the – and this had to have been clickbait. Like, they're like, hey, my articles haven't had a lot of popularity. They posted an article about how Fernando Alonso was holding back the Aston Martin team. And the comment section just ripped this guy apart. And this was like an actual, I got to find it, an actual like authenticated like journalist. Yeah. I'm like, are you hi? Like, yeah. Lance Stroll has yeah, been the reason why what, this team has been at, terrible. Yeah, like Fernando Alonso what, saved this team this year. Absolutely. I mean, I think Alonso is dragging. Honestly, I think Alonso is getting more out of the car. I think it's still a good car. But if you look at the difference between average finish between him and Stroll, it's tremendous. And when you look at the, I also think that you're starting to see Fernando Alonso and what he's going to do after Formula One. I think he's going to be involved, and I've said this numerous times, some kind of a, a team principal role because he definitely seems to be like caring about Stroll and making sure that he knows that he's going to be involved and that and and that he's watching out for Stroll and trying to teach him. He's probably trying to teach him things throughout the season too. So yeah, I I just can't believe the. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah. I, again, I think it was just a clickbait article, like That's just to try to get some hype around it. But um, so there's, um, you know, we're sticking on the betting here. And I used to say I'm not going to get into all the prop bets, but with how. Let's fit into the prop bets. Well, how boring this season's been, I'm going to start picking one. <laughs> yeah. um, so I'm going to go with a top six finish that if you're going right. to throw some money on, I really like this one as Pierre Gasly at plus 270. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. I've. And that's We've kind seen of lean- a little bit more out of that team over the last they've, few weeks. They've had a couple of bad penalties that have hurt them, and that's kind of my bold prediction is that I think that Pierre Gasly has, I will say, I'll go with the prop at a top six finish. I, I think Alpine is is coming on, and I I don't hate that. I actually think that that's a pretty good one. I think I think you might see it out of Ocon. Ocon seems to have a little bit more well, talent than Gasly. Ocon's at a plus 250, so you yeah. can't go wrong with either one of those yeah. drivers. So. I, I Maybe like my Ocon. bold predict is that prediction predict prediction is a no, I, like, uh, I like predict okay yeah is that one of those two guys top six finish uh my bold prediction not that bold Russell on the podium I don't feel like that's a bold it kind of is just because I feel like he he's gonna have to do some magic to get around Hamilton otherwise he's gonna get on the radio and say let me get a shot at yeah. second and they're like hey we're forty seconds behind no. <laughs> Max so he's, is literally coasting this one. We're, yeah, we're not even close. Yeah, so I think that uh, this is kind of bold. Um, so, yeah, the big question over the weekend, and we, we, this is the first time we're talking about it, is the, the fire. The so fire I guess going to be the bold prediction. prediction yeah. is, bold predict is going to be, um, is the race going to happen? Uh, I think the race is going to happen. I think, I F1, think, is, I think oh, F1 is think Tuesday, F1 is Tuesday, you and uh, Roxy said no. Uh, I was sitting there saying it's gonna happen. I have also, but I read a couple things from F one saying like they're they're gonna they're gonna have the race. They're not gonna cancel the race. They're gonna have the race, especially with having the um, that the race at um, in Italy canceled because of the flooding. They're gonna try to yeah. do their best to, to yep. host this race. Um, if you guys don't know what's going on, a lot of wildfires in Canada right now. The air quality has been horrible Abysmal. it's actually impacting us in st louis which if you guys yeah I mean, the yeah States, the wild, on a map the wildfires have 
have impacted the entire eastern seaboard of the United States. They're basically the, their fires in Quebec, Nova Scotia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I saw it today. They're 800 miles from Montreal. Yeah. Which is or 800 kilometers, excuse me, which is closer than 800 miles, but 800 kilometers from Montreal, which is pretty significant. I mean, that's um, and they're putting up a ton of smoke. And there was a lot of talk, you know, there's been a lot of air quality warnings going on here in, uh, in the U S and big cities. So for those confused about the kilometers, it's about 500 miles, Yeah, which actually isn't, it seems far, but it's not that no, crazy, not and that especially far. when it carries yeah. in the air. Um, we've seen the air quality, the skyline in New York, like when they post the Yankees games and they show the skyline there that it's impacted that. Right. They've, um, they've canceled baseball games for yeah. this in so, New York and Philadelphia. My brother's yeah. in New York City right now. He said the air quality is actually not that bad, yeah. which, you know, if it's trending in the right direction there, they're probably sure. going to have the race. And, and so I've seen, yeah, I've seen some pictures where it looks like, it basically looks like, uh, like New York City or Philadelphia were, the planet, the desert planet Arrakis from Dune, and you know, great I, reference. There. I think, great reference. I think that I, I, I think that that would be the only thing that maybe would cancel the the race, not sandworms, or the yeah, not sandworms, but but if it gets so bad, and it's supposed to actually kick up over the weekend. I did see, so we'll see what happens. But I kind of, I feel like they they still race. I feel like they're gonna race. Um, yeah, if it kicks up, should they cancel it? Probably. Will they? I doubt it. Yeah. So. How they they raced? Was it two years ago or three years ago? They raced at Saudi Arabia when there were missile strikes hitting. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. At Jeddah when there were missile strikes hitting oil refineries. Yes, yes, you're right. Oh no, it wasn't. Was it missile strikes or was it was? It? Yeah, it was okay. missile strikes from a. Um, from a uh, from a rebel or separatist group or something yes, like that. Yes, you're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And they I had hit a that. yeah. They had hit a an oil refinery, and it was it wasn't during the race. I shouldn't say it wasn't during the race. It was during a um, one of the uh, practices, I believe. You could see like you could actually like see giant plumes of smoke. Well, I think it hit before the practice yeah. started, but yeah. like it was still burning when the practice was going on. Right. It was like the week leading up to it. But yeah, it was nuts. Um, anyway, so we did our bold predictions for the race. What is your actual prediction for the podium? Um, I mean, Max, Checo, G-Russ is probably what I think. I'm going to go with Max, Hamilton, Alonzo. No Checo, huh? Checo's my guy. I don't I don't hide about that. I'm not shy about that on this podcast. He's in his own head. Yeah, and he either, is. I either agree. this is the race that he gets that out. Or he's going to continue it, and based on how he's been trending the past couple of races, I'm just going to go with the the data. I think he gets out of his. I would not. I still be, think he'll finish like fifth, but I would not be surprised. Well, his, his problem's been qualifying. He's been fine in races the last few weeks. He's been, he hasn't been able to qualify. Oh, Monaco. Well. Monaco. He wasn't great. You're right. It was a bad race. But oh, I mean, he he screws himself in qualifying, or has the last few years yeah. because he's just been he he's just not had he, he's messed up in qualifying that's totally it's not totally messed his race yeah um i think you're gonna see i think you'll see him kind of rebound and he has just his normal like checko and he may even get a win honestly he may even get a win this week. i hope so listen i hope so yeah but he may I'm, even get a win i don't know i'm just going 
the opposite there and, and thinking it's going to trend bad. And he, and he'll, I think he'll correct it. He'll get another win this year and he's going to fix it and be back up on the podium soon. Oh yeah. He for sure I just, will. I'm just going to go with it. It's not this weekend. And again, I think he's probably going to finish fourth or fifth. I'll, I'll call that there and I'll put one of the uh, Alpine drivers at sixth. But uh, This is a track that I think demands a lot out of a driver uh, in sectors one and two. Sector three is just kind of like a big hairpin and then that long straight and then the, the, uh, the wall of champions at chicane at 13 and 14 but leading into that hairpin there's a huge hairpin that leads into the big long straight that leads up to 13 and 14 um it's i kind of think that he will be um i kind of think max is is the kind of type of driver that dominates this race honestly yeah you know but like the more that i'm, I'm looking at like the track diagram here though for checo I could see him easily podium in it because of like the two long straights that you have in sector two and three yep. and that car being so much faster gives him plenty of opportunity. So it's I'm going to stick with it cause I already said it, but I wouldn't be surprised looking back at this again, that if he is on the podium, I, it's all, if can he keep the car clean in qualifying, if he can keep it clean in qualifying, he'll be fine. He and just he, has to qualify. Well, I mean, we've seen him go from last to first before. So honestly qualifying. Yeah. If he just, if he keeps himself in the top 10, he can probably grab a podium. Right. Yeah, I think he'll be. I think he'll be good to go. I think. I think. I see him. I see him as a, as a podium. I. You know. I don't know. You never know. I think it seems like Mercedes is taking a step and become a little bit better. Alpine seems to have taken a step. Uh, you know. I don't see. Daddy, look at my new toy. Anywhere near the top five. No. Um, but I do see Alonzo. I, like I yeah, said, I, I, think I think Alonzo will be up there. But it's a quite. But it seems he like had a, he had a bad race last week. He did. Last and, race. It, and at Spain, it seemed like Mercedes found another gear, found another little bit of speed. So well, that's, that's kind of. And this why, this track needs speed. Is, that's speed is, why I put a Mercedes in front of him. Me too. But, yeah, that's yeah. why I think that the you're going to see something on the Mercedes this weekend. Okay. Yep. Well, that's really all we have. I mean, yeah, we. We got a lot out of it, uh, very little F1 news this week. We always do. We always uh, get a lot out of a little. It's the rambling. It's well, the yeah. uh, it's the tangents we go on. We do on a lot of tangents. And you know, but that's what that's what makes this enjoyable. For us and for everyone else. I mean for the listeners. I, I mean I just I envy you that you that I, I can't see I'm talking now, so I don't get to listen to this for the first time. I I can't believe you just told the listeners that you envy them. That was my Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Oh my that was my Ibrahimovic <laughs> moment. We were, talking, <laughs> we were talking about we were talking about a little soccer ball before we recorded. So yeah, I, I'll I'll give you that one. But if you uh, if you don't know much about soccer, if you watch Ted Lasso, Zava's Zava. character is based off of a very real soccer player, and it's really not that different from the real guy. I've sent one avocado. He sent us one avocado. <laughs> Zlatan, Zlatan was at a. He gave a speech as he's retiring this year, and he said, "Oh, that was incredible." The speech that was where, he, and I don't remember exactly what he said. You might remember he said something like, "I'm, you, you will, you should count yourself lucky because you get to see me play one time." Or yeah, you consider yourselves lucky that you got to see me play one yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah, or I'm. I won't be as lucky because I. I know he said before, like I feel like I'm not lucky because I never got to watch myself play. He did say that in an interview. Yeah. That, yeah. Oh man. All right. Yep. A- anything else you want to chat about? No. Um, no, that's about it. Looking forward to uh, looking forward to the race. 
I am also while you're watching while you're watching the race this weekend. Remember again that we, like I said earlier, you might see NASCAR in this track. You might see IndyCar in this track coming up in the future. Could I don't be. Know. Hey, before we jump off though, I do want to give a shout out to St. Louis native Maddie Kachuk. Yep. NHL player for the Florida Panthers. I know you didn't win the cup, but dude, you played game four with a broken sternum. Broken. You are a warrior. So shout sternum. out to a native. Um, also to the Golden Knights, hats off to you. Um, your owner predicted it within <laughs> six years you're going to win. That's crazy that he got it correct. I mean, the NHL kind of handed it to him. But let's also talk about, too, though, that Petrangelo and Barbashev won the Stanley Cup on the same date with yeah. a different team for a the second team. time. Yep. Um, Petra, I, I mean, you know, I I know we've talked a lot of hockey. I, when he when he left the Blues after that cup, I thought that was a huge loss. I still think it was a huge loss. I think that was basically where they're. I think he was the heart of that team as a captain. We're we're not going to get into this. We're not, not going to get into this. Because I don't make you. I don't make you sad. But no, yeah, he does. You're not, have... not going to make me sad. All I'm going to say though is that every general manager. I think in the league, given what the Blues had on the blue line, probably makes the same decision with Pareko. And you had some, you know, you didn't know what it was going to happen with Bo Meester sure. with his sure. heart issues. You That's know, true. And then you That's go out true. and you sign a guy like, uh, like, or you trade for Falk, you sign a guy like Krug, where Krug was nothing but gold in Boston, and he struggled here. Like, yeah. do people in St. Louis give Armstrong a hard time? And, yeah, you know what? Letting Petro grow, go was was terrible yeah. but with how good Pareko played with Bomeister you thought you had the next Petrangelo already everything was pointing towards that no yeah. one knew he was going to take a massive step back and it's no hate against Pareko that he didn't fill those shoes or big shoes to fill but um, everyone true. who's second guessing him like you, you it's not as easy when you're the one making the decision you know it's easy to do it when you have no skin in the game as a fan so I'll leave, it at that. I'll no, leave it at that. That's true. Um, but I, I also want to uh, congratulate three-time champion, three-time Stanley Cup champion Phil Kessel. Phil Kessel. What Phil a guy. Kessel, man. Yeah. What a, one of the boys. Yeah, that guy, incredible. And then also while we're on it too, uh, I hate doing this because they're owned by Stan Kroenke, but shout-out to the Denver Nuggets winning it. I do love Two-man game. Jokic is Jokic sick. and Murray winning a No, winning it's a, not even just that. No, you, it wasn't. The, the whole team played Aaron well. Aaron Gordon, uh, Michael oh, Porter yeah. Jr. Like, the whole team um, played well. It was great. And I and I do feel bad the Heat, you know, they just, they were just overpowered. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy uh, they, Butler they is great. Fantastic. Kevin Love played amazing for being 37. Yeah. Um, Eric Spolstra, hell of a coach for the Heat. But, dude, Jokic is just a freak. He really is. It's just, and and they they really kind of. I watched, I watched every game in the series, and the last couple of games they really reverted to that two man game though of Murray and Jokic and just having them sort of take over. And it was they it was do, fun. but I mean they're support guys. It's similar to when um, the Bucks won. You know, Giannis is incredible. But you had Middleton. You had all those right. guys that really supported them, and um, that's right. what you need. That's what you need. Absolutely. And when push comes to shove, you know Jimmy Butler. Yeah, you're a good player, and there's a ton of talent on the Miami Heat, but. Um, Denver was just too much. I, I feel very much like what happened in the NBA and the NHL this year in the playoffs was very similar. You had teams get hot, make a run, and then they, you know, it's it's almost like the slipper fell off when they well, got to the championship. Not even just similar. You look at that the Miami Heat had to win the play-in game to even right. be the eighth right. seed, and they went on an upset everybody to make the finals. The Florida Panthers 
didn't get in. They had to have the Penguins lose yeah, for them to get that. in, and they snuck that. in, and then they dominated everybody and made it to yeah. the final. So, like, it right. was the same story with the Heat and the Panthers, and they're in the same city. For exactly, them. exactly. And they ran all the way to the they ran all the way to the final, and then they just sort of whatever they had working for them just sort of died off in the final. Well, I don't think anything oh. died off. It was just that they. F- they both ran into a juggernaut that was incredible. Right. They the, ran into the, the Golden Knights, that team, like, dude, they're monsters out there. They're right. huge. Oh, and yeah. It's not that the Panthers weren't, but, like, the Golden Knights skilled guys were so good, and then their whole roster, top to bottom, just bullied people. And yeah. then you look at the Nuggets, I mean, Jokic. Yeah. yeah I mean, the dude, just, the, just yeah, Google the best his play, stats. Yeah, the best player, best player in the NBA. You, yeah, you well, and, and it hurt the it hurt the Panthers that you know we're jumping back and forth a lot, but it hurt the Panthers. Kachuk getting hurt, he was sort of their seemed like their 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 talent, their center, their emotional sort of their spark spark that was carrying that team, and he just yeah, I mean when he gets hurt, they just it just seemed like well he played game four with a broken sternum. I, I, I said that, and at the that. end of the game, he actually got in the middle of that scrum at the end of game yeah. four. Like with a broken sternum, he had maniac. to have he had to have somebody help him get his shoulder Dude, pads on. His brother, his brother had to help him out of bed at his house. Jesus, which Brady Kachuk, phenomenal I mean, hockey player. Tip too. your cap, man! What yeah. a what a warrior! Yeah, you said the Blues didn't get him. Oh, I'm so <laughs> sad the Blues didn't get him, and and I was very vocal about that. That when I saw what Calgary wanted, I was like, you should have done it because I think. Pay that to man. He's money. They wanted Cairo, and don't get me don't get me wrong. I love Jordan Cairo, but he's not Matthew Kachuk. No, no I mean you look at this playoff run. I mean, would you rather have Jordan Cairo or Matthew Kachuk? Simple answer to me. Well, Jordan Cairo didn't play in the playoffs. No, no, no. So I'm just Kachuk saying, like did, what so yeah, what Matthew Kachuk showed no. you in this playoff run, who he showed you that he could be. Well, this, and, and for me, yeah, the NHL Kachuk. playoffs this year is. The NHL is going to the smaller, quicker, finesse players until you get to the playoffs and you see the Golden Knights and even the Panthers. They bullied their way through. Like, look, they they beat the Bruins, who were the best team in NHL history, by bullying them. Right. They outsized them, and we we just turned into a hockey podcast. We got to we got to get on. Yeah. (laughs) I just I I was just like looking over here. No, the thing is, is we like I really feel like we could go another half hour talking about this, and it would be. I mean. Because I mean, you are you, yeah. Someone right. in the NHL's got to like F one, right? Like, yeah. let's find somebody. A, find let's, a player. Let's get some common ground. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they do. I'm I sure think. They do. I think one time that the race in Miami, Matthew Kachuk looked at an F one car, so to it's got to be. Well, there was there. yeah, and there was, and we were talking NBA a little bit. They raced in Miami. Yeah, yeah exactly. There's you your overlap. Kristaps Porzingis There's took a picture with Yuki Sonoma. Exactly. Yep. exactly. There it is. Ties it all back you to F one. Nikola Jokic is from Serbia. That's in Europe. They like F1. Boom. There you go. I don't hate it. That works. Right. You know what? Okay. Works for me. So that's how it works, guys. All right. All right. That's all I got, though. That's we'll all, talk all, to I, that's all I got. Yep. See you.